This is Meg Tilton at the A Cow Life, episode number 59, Focus. This is the A Cow Life, a place where LDS women, and really any woman, can come to learn how every aspect of their life is beautiful and has purpose. A place to help you realize how important you are and that this place we call Earth just wouldn't be the same without you. So sit back and take a breather in that unfolded laundry, and let's chat for a moment about your amazing life. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the month of September. Who else is excited that it is September? I am super, super excited. I love the month of September because it just means that fall is in the air and that Things are just right around the corner for the holiday season, which is my favorite time of year. I love everything but Halloween. I've talked about that before. I'm a total Scrooge for Halloween. I've been really trying to like buy my kids out for Halloween. (laughs) Like I said to them, I will buy you the biggest bag of candy of any type of candy that you want if you don't have to get dressed up and we don't have to go trick-or-treating. Surprisingly, my son Jack went for it. I thought he would be the one that wouldn't go for it, but he was the one that was like, sure, great. I was like, we can stay home and we can watch a movie and we'll get Chinese takeout, which is a tradition that we do every year. So I have to work a little bit harder on the other kids. (laughs) So yeah, I'm a total Scrooge with Halloween. I should probably dress up as Scrooge this year, right? So um, I have attempted to go all in, but it's just not happening. Anyway, so I am so glad you're here, though. I'm so glad it's the month of September and that we can really get things going. September's just such a great month, so I'm glad you're here. So today I am going to be following up a little bit about what I talked about last week when I was talking about time, that you say you don't have enough time. And I'm going to really look at that from a place of being focused with your time. So I really think that when you women or you may be looking at developing your passion outside of motherhood, I have no doubt that you will be thinking, where will I find the extra time? And here's the thing, we all only have 24 hours in a day. And so I am always looking at people and going, "What? like, why are some people able to get a ton done while others seem to work all day and they don't get as much done and they just don't have really much to show for it? Like, I feel like that a lot myself, (laughs) okay? And I've really looked at it and really it comes down to, I think the difference between those who seem to get a lot done and those who don't is their focus. Like I said, I struggle with this myself and I swear I probably have ADD because my brain is so easily sidetracked and it takes a lot to keep it focused on the task at hand. And I also don't like doing some things. I'm sure all of you love doing everything that you have to do. No, you don't. You don't love everything you have to do. So like cleaning and folding laundry. I know some women who love to clean and some women who love to fold laundry. Those are not things that I love to do. So it's really hard for me to stay focused when I am faced with those 
tasks. So I'm hoping that the tips that I'm going to give you today will really help you when you're faced with tasks that maybe you don't want to do. Some of these tips will help you get through those and just keep you focused on the things that you do need to have um, get done because we all can use probably some help in that area. So if you're in a place in your life where you know that you are meant to give more to the world around you and start developing some of your passions and talents, I really want you to listen to these tips. And they have helped me and I have seen them help me stay more focused as I've implemented them. And you might just be able to get the added hours in the day that you need to meet all of your current obligations plus allowing you to pursue your passions and feel like you are living a more complete and purposeful life. Because I really think that when we feel that our life is in line with what it should be and we're fulfilling our purposes and going after those things in our life that fulfill us, the rest of our lives are going to be amazing too. Our motherhood is going to be better. Our wifehood is going to be better. Our friendhood is going to be better. It's all going to be better. So I really feel like this is an important subject to talk about so that you can get the things done that you need to and feel like you're getting your purposes done in life as well. So number one, the number one thing that helps you stay focused is probably going to be the hardest thing but it's the most important thing. And it is to train your brain. We think that our brain rules us, but we rule our brain if we really can sit back and look at it. You kind of have to look at your brain as a separate person from yourself. I know that sounds weird, but it's true. Um, We think that our brains just control us, but we allow our brains to control us. It's like having, say, a hand, like our hand does what we tell it to do, right? It's not like our hand is just like going off. Well, our brain can kind of go off if we don't bring it back. And it can really take us down some unproductive roads if we're not careful. So we really need to focus on training our brain. So often we think that what needs to happen is that we need to physically be doing more to get more done, right? And that will make the difference. And that might be true, but if you want your actions to be different, you first have to make sure that your mind is working for you and is maximizing the benefits of those actions. I don't know if I've mentioned this to you before, but I have run a few marathons and half marathons in my life. It is definitely a physically intense experience to run one of these races. I am not going to downplay that in any way, but I have come to realize that it is really 95% mental and only 5% physical. Okay, maybe 6% physical. It's definitely physical. I'm not downplaying that at all, like I said. But here's the thing. Your your body is capable of being trained to do way more than you think it is capable of. Remember? Who's stopping you there? It's your brain. Your brain is always getting in the way. Whenever you are faced with a new and challenging task, your brain is going to try to, quote unquote, protect you by getting you to think things like you don't have enough time or you don't know enough or you won't succeed, 
right? All of these apply, especially to running a marathon. Like who has time to run 20 miles in a day, right? I don't know how to run 20 miles in a day. And how could I ever do that, right? Can you see how your brain would totally go into that cycle? But I cannot tell you how many people I have told that they should run a marathon and they have said, I could never do that. And I want you to know this. And I want you to know this if you're telling yourself this. You're lying to yourself. You most definitely can run a marathon. Your brain just doesn't want you to do it. It doesn't think it has the time to do it. It doesn't think it knows how to do it. Training your brain to believe that you can do it is truly the hardest part. So I want you, when it comes to pursuing your passion and focusing on that, I want you to really start telling your brain to stop saying that it can't, that you can't do things. And then I want you to come chat with me on a free mini session if you need help to kick your brain in shape. Okay. Because that is what a free mini session would definitely help you do is give you that little edge over your brain to say, nope, you're telling me a lie. I can totally do this and train your brain to work for you so that you can focus on the things that you need to get done. And once your brain is on your side, it's great news because there's lots of other things that you're going to be able to accomplish, right? So let's get your brain on your side. And once you have that done, here's some other things that I think will really help you in focusing on the tasks at hand in your life. Okay, so the first is train your brain. The second is, I want you to leave your house. Yep, I know you're like, but I want to work from home. I want to have um, my business out of my home. I think that's totally great. And I'm recording this podcast currently out of my home. But here's the thing when you're first especially starting out, unless you have a soundproof room in your home that is devoid of all distractions, you got to get out. I'm telling you, you got to get out. I especially recommend this when you are first starting out. There are just too many things that will pull your focus away from focusing on your passion if that's what you want to do. There are kids there's dogs, there's the mail lady, there's food in the refrigerator, there's piles of laundry to be folded, a never ending list of projects to do and rooms to clean. If your house distracts you, get out and go to the library. Now, some people are like, well, I want to go to the coffee shop or I want to go get a hot chocolate. We, of course, don't drink coffee, but I want to go, you know, to Panera Bread or whatever. And that's great if you are not distracted by people that are there. But I think the library is the best place to do. And here's the great thing. Many libraries let you reserve rooms that are very boring and help you stay on task. They are also quiet and they have good internet connections. So you have everything that you need there. Doing this one thing alone is what helped me jumpstart my business, my coaching business. If I had never gone to the library, I never would have been able to start my podcast or get my program going. It is an amazing free resource, my friends, and you need to tap into it. So that's number two, get out of your house. That will really help you. Even if you don't have any kids at home, I'm telling you, get out of your house. Number three, get a babysitter. (laughs) So I was just a guest on another podcast 
where the host asked me for advice for new moms. And this is one of the things I said, get a babysitter and start doing it early. (laughs) Babysitters are great because they come to your home and your kids can stay in their familiar environment and they get someone new to play with and you get time to remember that you have a brain that is capable of more than changing dirty diapers and making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. It's really amazing. You do have this awesome brain that's capable of more than that. (laughs) Now, I know a lot of moms, we kind of have this mom guilt, like, oh my gosh, if I get a babysitter and have them come over, then I'm neglecting my kids. But you are not neglecting your kids. It's a gift for both of you. You're not depriving them of anything. You're actually giving them fun because they get to play with someone else and you get to go improve yourself so that you can be a better mom when you come back. It's really a win-win. My little kids, when I get babysitters for them, I've had this great babysitter. She comes, she plays with them the whole day. They love it because guess what? I don't play with my kids. You can judge me. And I'm okay with that. I am not a mom who plays with my kids. I'll sit down and I'll read books with them. I will chat with them. I will tuck them in at night. Sometimes my husband mostly does that, but I don't really play with my kids and I'm okay with that. And so I'm having this babysitter over and they think it's great. She feeds them mac and cheese. I never feed my kids mac and cheese. (laughs) They get pizza sometimes. I only have pizza when I have a babysitter. Okay. Now, some of you may be saying, but I can't afford a babysitter. So here's the thing. Leave them with your husband when he gets home from work and go to the library. That's what I did for several months. My husband and I scheduled it out. He would watch them. He's not a babysitter either. Okay, let's make that clear. He is not a babysitter. And do that or swap out with another mom trade i have a friend who's doing that one day she'll take her friend's kids the other day her friend will take all of her kids and then they can work on their own businesses or passions or desires you know anything that they want to things in their home that they might want to do it's a great resource and you can thank me later for this piece of advice i'm serious get a babysitter okay number four Plan your day down to the minute. (laughs) Now, I know that this may make some of you cringe because it's a little controlling, but I'm telling you it is so effective. So even before I decided to become a coach or have my own business, I would plan out my day. And sometimes I would even plan it down to the two to three minutes spans of time. Because when I would do this, it would give my time purpose and direction. Now, of course, unexpected things would come up and you, I didn't always get all that I wanted to done, but it really does help you stay focused and stay focused on the task at hand. So you would be really amazed at what you can get done in 15 minutes if you focus on the task at hand. And if you're competitive like I am, You use the clock as your opponent and race against it. So I will often set the timer on my stove for 20 minutes and be like, how much of this kitchen can I get done, cleaned up and done in 20 minutes? And it's amazing what you could get done. I, you know, this, so this works not only for doing things that are focused on your following your passion, but also just on getting your daily tasks done in your house. Like how fast can I fold this 
load of laundry or how fast can I load the dishwasher or how many bathrooms can I get clean in 20 minutes? I bet you could actually get all of your bathrooms cleaned in 20 minutes. I may take that challenge myself this week. So be listening for something along those lines. I'm going to write that down and, and make that a challenge. How many bathrooms can I get clean in 20 minutes? That includes the toilet, the sink, the mirror, and the bathtub if there is one. So I have two full baths on my main floor and a half bath. I could totally do it. I'm going to do it. Anyway, <laughs> so plan your day down to the minute. Really give your time purpose. Okay. And that will really, really help you. Number five for helping you stay focused, stay off your phone. Now I am not going to be like touting this without confessing my own shortcomings in this area. For me personally, this is the number one time sucker and anti-focus device I own is my phone. So I suggest if this is true for you as well, lock it up. Have your husband hide it in the morning before he goes to work. Turn off all your notifications. So I rarely let any app notify me that there is something there waiting for me. And I have turned the ringer off and I've had it off for years and I love it. But that doesn't mean I'm not attached to my phone. So your phone is an amazing device that can help you in so many ways but you have to be constantly monitoring yourself to make sure that it is doing just that. It's working for you instead of against you. So it's so important, my friend, to make sure that you are living your own life and you're not watching somebody else live theirs. Like my kids the other day, I came in and they were watching this YouTube video of people playing, you know, that claw machine game where it comes down and it grabs the stuffed animal. (laughs) And I looked at my son and I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, they're almost going to win. I want to see them win. I'm like, why don't you go do something in your own life where you're going to win instead of watching somebody else win, right? So I think that, you know, Facebook and Instagram and all those things are great for information and they're great for keeping in touch, but we can really often get sucked into focusing so much on somebody else's life instead of living our own life. And I am totally in this, in this camp. So I'm not trying to say that I know perfectly how to do this, but it is something I'm definitely focusing on. Okay. And I know that when I'm off my phone more and I focus I feel so much more fulfilled. I feel happier. I um, get the things that I need to done. It's really, really helpful. Okay, number six and the last one. To help you stay focused, I really think you need to reward yourself. So if your children are anything like mine, they are very reward motivated, mainly candy motivated. And so I don't really think that that changes when we become adults our rewards just happen to be maybe bigger or more expensive. But if you're trying to focus, I really think that it takes a lot of energy to do that. And your brain is going to need a break. And your brain is probably going to need more breaks if you are just learning how to teach it, how to focus and training it, right? So it's kind of like going back to that marathon thing. You're not going to run 20 miles on the first day of training. You're going to run maybe like a mile 
or maybe you're going to walk a mile and run 200 feet. I don't know, wherever you are, you need to gauge that. So you might need more rewards in order to help your brain keep focused. And some of those rewards could be you take a walk, you get up and you get a drink of water, you call a friend, you read an article in a magazine or a chapter in a book. You just kind of give yourself something to look forward to. And this allows your brain to take a break from being so focused. And then when you're done with that thing and you remember you have to schedule it in your time, remember that down to the minute, like I'm gonna read a chapter of a book for 10 minutes, really enjoy that chapter of that book for 10 minutes and then right back on your tasks. And this will really help you to generate not only productivity in what you're doing, but also creativity. Cause I really do think that our brains need breaks from the intensity of things in order to be creative and kind of go off somewhere else and then come back. So there you have it, the top six things that I think everybody needs to do to stay focused. First and foremost, you gotta train your brain and if you need help doing that, I am your gal. You definitely wanna sign up for a free mini session so we can talk about that. Number two, leave your house, get out, just get out. I know you love your house and your homebody, but you need to leave. <laughs> Three, get a babysitter. Your kids are going to be fine. They're not going to become serial killers, I promise. Plan your day down to the minute. Have your time work for you, not against you. Stay off your phone, the number one time suck, I think, of most of us. And number six, reward yourself. So these are just a few of the things I think will really help you and as you try and find more time in your day to go after your passion and ultimately develop into the more complete version of who God has always intended you to be. I am so excited to see where you guys go and what you become because you're amazing. Can I just say that? I just, I just really hope that you know how amazing you are because you are, you're so amazing. You have so many gifts and talents and things to contribute to this world. And it is time for you to start doing it. And I'm excited to see it happen. So have a great week and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. <music>